welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 69. Nice. Wow. Uh, of, of, of course, the, this is uh, the one that we uh, react to a TV show that focuses on a young teenage girl. So that <laughs> might not uh, go over too right. well. Right. <laughs> unfortunately number 69 here we are my name is kyle springer and i am joined by melissa wilkinson melissa how are you hello i'm good it's it's been a long week at work already it's been a long three days wow but i am happy that marvel is here for me to lift my spirits indeed indeed we are here to react to episode one of miss marvel uh, the brand new show that is out on Disney Plus based off the comics of the same name. Uh, I read these comics recently, like two mm. three months ago, um, and I loved them a lot. They are fantastic. I had a blast. I read them with my good girl friend, uh, and we, we have been stoked that this show is coming up here. Uh, but yeah, episode one. Miss Marvel. Melissa, what did you think? What's your history with Miss Marvel? Ah, uh, I've been familiar with her as a concept. I haven't yet read any of her works. Uh, I would like to soon, perhaps in my own free time. Uh, but she's always seemed very charming, a very approachable, relatable character. I was happy she was out there and I was very happy to get to meet her in the live action series. This was so much fun. It was. I had a phenomenal time watching mm. this. I had the biggest smile on my face. This was really good. I liked yeah. it a lot. <laughs> Very um, creative. God, yeah. I, I think Iman Villani, the actress that is playing her, is chef's kiss. <laughs> Perfect for the role. Yes, yes. Uh, I... I retweeted some clip that i saw of her on like the premiere red carpet thing and it, it, they i think they were talking about like who would like which uh mcu actor would she fangirl the most if she, she met them and she just had like the the sweetest response but it was in the like fangirl way that i would expect miss marvel to be like oh my god if i met iron man oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like it, it it was perfect um so yeah i'm i'm super excited to see where this series goes mm -hmm. stylistically i thought yeah. this was phenomenal uh, uh -huh. it, it this would be up there in in like the big jumps for like style that we've gotten in the mc yeah. or, or like big jumps in the sense like hey we've gotten away from the kind of formulaic mcu mm. look right we had uh thor ragnarok yes a big jump in style and then i'd even say uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness yeah. was a pretty big jump too and then we get this i love it and mm -hmm. I, I think People have been saying it a lot online that it reminds them of like Scott Pilgrim or mm -hmm. uh, Into the Spider-Verse and, and, and yeah. stuff like that. And yes, I, I think that nailed it. Uh, and I'm excited to see more. I want more already. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me a lot of the Mitchells versus the Machines. I think we've got a similar yeah. familial conflict here where we've got this young girl who is a huge nerd for something. 
and her parents just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Don't even know if it's bad. They're like, I don't understand you. I I want to support you, but I don't get what your goal is. I don't get what you like about this thing. Yeah, and it's and- got the same, a, a similar like. So many graphics popping up on the screen. I compared that movie to they animated a whole movie and then just put stickers over it, like in a good way. And that's kind of how this show feels, too. Yeah. Uh, the studio that made Mitchell's verse, the machines, yeah. was the one that did into the Spider-Verse. So, yeah, very similar uh, art, aesthetic, uh, mm-hmm. design sensibilities, what, what have you. Um, but. They do some really fascinating stuff from that, like background graffiti that is changing yeah. as they're going through all the scenes to. I really loved that that split sh- shot where it focused yeah. on the the teacher and her at the same time and then like split mm. open. That was neat. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that's cool. I hope they do more of that because I don't know how they did that. That was fun. Uh, I love the visualization of that text conversation she has with Bruno where like Izzy's going upstairs to like the the apartment that he lives over the convenience store. Every neon sign is like an emoji or a word in their conversation. And I love the beginning of it. I I, we knew from the trailer that this was going to have sort of a multimedia, like fun, graphical aesthetic to it. We knew that Miss Marvel, that Kamala was a big nerd and wrote like fanfic and doodles in her notebooks. I loved that video she makes at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I didn't brilliant. know she was like, she what are you talking about? You are- <laughs> I feel, I feel she's your like- pain, Kamala, but <laughs> holy shit, that deserves so much more. Right. And the guidance counselor's like, Kamala, what are you going to do with your life? You know, you got to think about college. You got to think about a career. And I'm like, she's already outstanding <laughs> she's at video right. design. Like, that's it. The answer's Production, right in front stop of her. Motion, animation, storytelling. She could be mm-hmm. a video producer. She could be a, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she already has her life figured out. She, she yeah, can just keep doing that on, on there. And this, uh, this Avengers recap video is brought to you by Bombas Socks, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by MeUndies. She has all the ad revenue uh, she, she needs to pay her rent there. Speaking of ad reads, I love that Ant-Man has a podcast. <laughs> yes. I, and that that is I the record it. of all this interior superhero knowledge. We've been wondering, like, why do people know that Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel? How is that public knowledge? Scott shared everything. Scott just collected all this gossip. I imagine how much of this went down at Tony Stark's memorial service. I think often of that scene and how, how much of an emotional climax it was, how emotionally heavy it was. But yeah. I wish so much that we got like an extra half hour of footage of just all of these people mingling for the first time outside of a battle who does scott talk to what did he learn who have been his guests war machine is still telling his boom (laughs) (laughs) he tells it to every new person he knows everybody he meets he's like all right there's a cyborg woman nebula nebula get over here you i gotta tell you the story bring your friends bring the little raccoon you guys gotta learn like I can see him 
telling the story it, 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 whether it's by himself or with some co-host that is like interviewing him um mm. that it like I, I can see him just wildly explaining stuff even if it's not entirely accurate right he's just mm. explaining stuff because it was what a civil war i think when he was just sitting there like the only one that was like super <laughs> in, in, interested and fascinated with like the who's who of all of this right stuff. yeah i think when he gets out of the van and he sees hawkeye he's like i know who you are well yeah, but there's that it might be infinity war then or no maybe it, well, in end game yes something like that there's one scene where they're like in some like meeting room mm -hmm. like trying to yes, explain yes. like and then the dwarf elf yes. person and he's just like there are dark elves what <laughs> amazing <laughs> right scott's having a great time scott has one of the lives that has been the most improved by being introduced <laughs> to superhero nonsense it really has god just imagine the the one where he brings on louise where, where oh he's my just god. like louise so, is there so all like, the time he has to be he has to be <laughs> the right? producer if he's not the producer of the podcast Oh my god! I feel that would be I feel great. like Kurt is the producer, and Louise is like the guest for episode one that never left. <laughs> <laughs> He's like me; he just slowly became a co-host at some point, somehow, some way. But yeah, that but was. But enough fantastic. about Scott. We can't let Scott steal the show. This is Kamala's time. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so yeah she she makes these like youtube video recap stop motion animations mm -hmm. of all these updates on uh, or not not necessarily updates but the, like the story of the avengers yeah. but in this like stop motion form i think that's fantastic she's super excited to go to avengers con uh love it and she she has her own cosplay that bruno is making for her uh her best friend her end um and did, god did just like the, the the whole the whole con thing it was oh my gosh i i had to stop and look at every single thing <laughs> they, they called garut mr tree mr tree that, that was like there's a shirt with him on it and just says mr tree <laughs> that's the easiest name to remember he makes right? sure you don't forget i, I loved that the I love that the con went back to Camp Lehigh. I love whenever we return there. I like that this one piece of property has existed in the MCU since like 1939. It's still there. Got hit I love with that a this missile was... and then they turned it into like a conventions hander. <laughs> <laughs> I like I would have loved to have seen like a, a Comic-Con the how we recognize them from our lives. But I love that this felt more like a circus. Yes. <laughs> this felt more like a fair. It really did. Yeah, I, I loved it. I, I thought that whole thing was a blast. Um, mm -hmm. But we have to get into Kamala's powers and yeah. this like bangle that she has here, because this is one of the biggest changes to the mm -hmm. character uh, in the comics. She has uh, she, she is an inhuman. Uh, and so she gets hit by the terrigen mist and goes through terrigenesis and then comes out on the opposite side with these embiggening powers right it's these 
kind of Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, yeah. like sh- stretchy powers. And at the start, it, it actually kind of manifests in a more shape shifting way yeah. in, in the comics when she like first goes out in public with her powers she transforms into carol uh in what what she she looked like in the comics and kind of one of the big arcs that she has to learn is that hey a brown girl from jersey city can Mm -hmm. actually be a super hero you don't need to be you know the 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 white looking uh character Mm. to be a hero um but they changed this to this bangle which i thought was super fascinating what did you think of uh the way her powers looked and all of that stuff they look rad i love this like prismatic crystalline like indigo texture they have they look Mm -hmm. very cool uh and i like that it comes from this mysterious bangle that her grandma just sends her and out of nowhere, I'm very curious to learn the grandma's story. If she if she knew something, if there was a reason why she's sending this to Kamala now, and it's in a box with a bunch of other odds and ends. Does anything else in that box also have significance? Sure. Yeah, I I I, I think the the interesting thing about this show is actually the the mom and the way the mom responds to all of this and some of the things that she says um (laughs) because we we get to see kamala trying to get her driver's license and just completely slamming (laughs) the gas and just immediately (laughs) going backwards which was hilarious Uh, but in the car ride home the, mm. the mom says something interesting. She, she says, this is my fault. This is my genetics. Yeah. Which is interesting. And you don't you might not really think much of it, like because she, she just continues on and says extra stuff, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But then when she sees that the grandma, I, I think the nanny is what they called yes. her, uh, that that nanny has sent this box of seemingly just junk. Uh, but when she sees that and she she has this look of like, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get to touch that. Um, mm-hmm. And and then she does the 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 swap where it's like, actually, yeah. this box will go to your brother. He can handle that stuff. And then you, mm-hmm. you can come with me and do all, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, and then it's it's her mom that also first mentions the word cosmic now yeah part of that might just be her fascination with with captain marvel in general but there seems to be some kind of lineage Mm -hmm. maybe the grandma has powers maybe there's some kree blood in them that they are part kree um i think that would be fascinating um yeah yeah i i i like that look especially if that leads to like hey your ancestors had powers and maybe your ancestors before them Mm -hmm. and so yeah it it does seem to have like that purple kind of toned thing that Mm -hmm. was when she like first put on there does really look a lot like 
uh the in from wakanda the ancestral plane yes um that, like stuff like that and then uh when we saw moon knight yeah it looks a little bit like the duat afterlife which was also tinted purple purple skies and afterlife's liminal spaces all purple yeah yeah uh so i'm i'm hoping they go that route <laughs> there did you think that she might have some Cree blood in her or is this is it like actually the band that's giving her or that that is the powers um based on what the mom says i think that does imply that maybe there is something that is uh physically passed along not like a talisman that's passed along but it is intrinsic to your body uh it could be something genetic yeah i'm excited to learn about the the cosmic heritage and then the real world cultural heritage i loved how much of the show was in a language i didn't know how many subtitles there were how much vocabulary there is i've never heard before i love getting to visit an entirely different family than the family i grew up with i loved getting to spend that time with them i love the dad the dad was fantastic yeah um the last thing i will say on the powers is usually Mm. when you see a device like that it is a power dampener right that like oh Oh, you've had this 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 thing since childhood it means a lot to you it's a necklace or it's a bracelet Mm. you never take it off because it means so much you're right and then once they finally take it off, then their powers manifest. I'm wondering mm. if it's the opposite, that she does have these like latent Cree powers and it is a power enhancer, mm. so to speak, because um, she she might only be part Cree. Yeah. Um, and so it is like, hey, let's boost that power there. Uh, mm-hmm. But we shall see. But. I did really like the father when he came in with the Hulk uh, makeup <laughs> on. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, that was great. Um, I so excited. I, and I think this is a very it. having her be a fan for the Avengers as real world heroes is also an interesting angle. It's not mm-hmm. like if you're super into a, a fictional fandom. Your parents are like, I have no idea what that is. Uh, what's right, yeah. a Pokemon? Do you catch how many of them? How many toys do I have to buy you? Like, if you're a big fan of the Avengers, everyone knows who they are. They may not be like a huge dork about it, but if they've saved the entire world, yes. Even your like 50 year old father knows who the Hulk is and thinks the Hulk is cool. Imagine if like the 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 presidents of the united states were like, <laughs> merchandised in the same way that that the the avengers were that'd be awful <laughs> but uh that 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 in in my mind that's kind of like the equivalent <laughs> or it's like if we if there was some natural disaster and all these first responders rushed in and then we made sure, trading yeah. cards out of them sure, like oh yeah. man Brian's my favorite. I would dress up like Brian. Brian the fireman. I mean, we do have the the like fireman calendar things here, <laughs> right? You know, uh, <laughs> closest real world equivalent. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, the the dad was fantastic. I I love the family dynamic that they have going on mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it is a culture that I'm not super mm-hmm. familiar with. I I like getting to see into a home like that yeah. and see what that it's like for her and the challenges that she has to face and uh stuff like that both at home and at school and just out and mm-hmm. about and who knows what. Um but yeah, there's there's also no real villain of the show mm-hmm. yet. We don't know what the like overarching threat is per se. Mm-hmm. Um, we maybe have a tease of it at the end. There is an end credits uh yes. scene here, so there there might be a little bit in that. Do you have uh some more stuff that you want to shout out before we start diving into that? I want to mention when they're taking the bus to Avengers Con and that bus driver just like leaves her bike there. Like she's got her bike half in the door and just like closes the doors, pulls away. She's yelling at the driver. We never see the driver. Perhaps this is the big villain. The person who like won't let her take her bike. Yeah, just leave the bike on the road. And then she is Jersey City. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, she's like, think it'll still be there and bruno's like in jersey city i would love if now that she has these superpowers she's like i'm gonna make sure nobody's bike gets stolen again i want i'm hoping that this is something she follows through on like i don't want to live in a city where people are scared that if they leave their bike unlocked somewhere someone will take their bike no no longer not on kamala's watch you there bike thief halt (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, that was interesting. It was also strange to me. I guess the bus system back when I used to live in Richmond, you put your butt, they had like bike racks on the on the front of the bus. It was strange to me that they took the bikes in the bus with them. I was like, there's no room. Like, like, where would you? I've never seen that. That I've never seen that in person or in film. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I, I liked Bruno a lot. Uh, we did not get to see much of her other friend at school. I don't remember her yeah. name off the top of my head, I, but I, I know we'll Nikia? get to see Nakia. Yeah, something like that. Um, I, I know we'll get to see more of them as the show continues. Mm. I yeah. uh, hope we get to see some more. Um, but uh, yeah, I think also that like just the, the next big like interesting fascinating thing that really has me on the edge of my seat was that end credits uh i guess like mid credits uh scene that we got here uh we go back to the dodc the department of damage control uh which we first saw in spider-man um Mm -hmm. and we get to see agent cleary i believe is his name there i think so he was in No Way Home. He was the one interrogating Peter Parker, uh, being like, why did you kill all those people? Where is he? Um, d- uh, and that was interesting. I have to be honest. I didn't recognize him at first. Oh, <laughs> it was not until reckon- afterwards that I saw like I saw an Easter egg thing and I was just like, oh, OK, yes. Now I remember him. OK. I recognized him, but I think maybe because I watched so many like 
trailer breakdown and theory videos <laughs> leading up to No Way Home. Like every Was minor that actor, Matt Murdock. <laughs> like their head, their face is burned in my memory now. Yeah, I gotcha. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, we see damage control. Uh, and when he sees this video of Kamala's powers manifesting, he's like, "Yeah, bring her in." But he has this concerned, knowing look mm-hmm. like he recognizes her powers or that kind of power or something similar right um and being a part of damage control they certainly know who the chitari are uh they mm-hmm. have certainly dealt with other things i'm sure um but the prevailing theory uh is that he might be a scroll yes and this is, I guess, coming from the line in Spider-Man No Way Home uh, when Peter mentions Nick Fury and he's like, hey, no, Nick, F- Nick Fury uh, has been off planet. And there's no real way to know that Nick Fury has been off planet unless mm-hmm. Nick Fury specifically told damage control or he's one mm. of the scrolls that. Yeah, Yuri is working with and that that was just a slip of the tongue here, which I find that fascinating. It's like, OK, yeah, that makes sense it, that he would know this stuff. And then if he is a scroll, he would recognize the Kree powers. That makes sense because the Kree and the scroll don't really like one another. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Huh. So. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Melissa? Where do you think that part of the show is going? I'm also feeling Skrull. We haven't seen a Skrull since No Way Home. Well, WandaVision, very end of WandaVision. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we were leading up to Secret Invasion, they got to give us like a Skrull a year, like very briefly to make sure like we're tracking this pattern. Yeah. Yeah, Secret Invasion is coming at the end of this year. Is that right? Or is it early next year? I don't know. I know after uh, She-Hulk is August. Then we've got Werewolf by Night in October. And I'm not sure what's slated for next after that. When does Secret Invasion come out? Um... Let's see what Wikipedia says, if it says anything. Um, Filming began in September 2021, concluded in late April. So, yeah, it could be out uh, the end of this year, early next year. Release. Oh, let's see. Secret is expected to premiere on Disney Plus and looking six of six. uh, No date. six episodes all right (laughs) well there you go yeah i i I would think like end of the year if not early next year in like january february ish Um, but yeah that's what we're gearing up towards i think i think we just we need more scrolls and i think that would make sense if he Mm -hmm. was a scroll and that's how he knew this stuff um but but yeah, I'm I'm fascinated. I I'm like I just just the visuals of this show. Like this is one that I 
I think I'm really mad that they're not all out right now. I, I want them now. <laughs> I I want them once a week like a special treat. I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, that format that works for me. Probably better, but I, I'm just selfish and greedy and I, I want them all now because I want answers. I, I wish we had the lengths ahead of time. I knew I had to like get up early today mm. for something for work, but I thought, well, I also have to watch Miss Marvel before I go to work. <laughs> and then I listen to the breakdowns while I am at the office. So it's like, is this one like 39 minutes? Is it 54 minutes? I, if I could just get the running times ahead of time, I would be very happy. I mean, I guess if you stay up late, you can look at it when it like actually first goes on and then oh, be like okay I can't stay go up to till bed. midnight and then something like that i don't know oh well um but yeah i i had a blast with this one i'm excited to see where the rest of this show goes um yeah th- this was this was so so much fun i i very had a strong start absolutely absolutely uh but there you go that is our reaction mm-hmm. to episode one of miss marvel uh, it looks like we will be doing this week in and week out uh, for this show. Uh, so be on the lookout for our reactions uh, in the coming weeks uh, here with all of this. Uh, that being said, Melissa, where can people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkywit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. And you can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you guys want to stay up to date uh, with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. Uh, And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.